completely okay with this. Are you completely okay with it? Yeah, I mean, it's trial and error. We're starting out something new. It's Like I told you before, it's it's creating the egg before it can be incubated. So you are up for having sex with a female dog? No. The date is September 2nd on a Friday in the man cave. Alright, um, so I'm sitting here. I'm Stu Janes. And I'm Jacob Sharding. So. We fucked that, fuck that up. How did we fuck that up? Nothing. What did we do? No, no, what did we do? I want to know this. Don't say nothing. Nothing. I. It's just starting... It out is always the hardest part. Well, maybe if you didn't have it behind you, it would work a little bit better. That way you don't have to keep turning back and forth. Whatever. You I don't have... Or that way you can manipulate I don't it. have the MacBook yet. Um, Give it to Apple. Fine. So how's League of Legends these days? Tell me about... Oh, bring that one up. Yeah? Bring that one up first. Um, it's irresistible. Mm-hmm. Can't get away from it as much as I try. I have too many friends on there that play as well, so every time I get away from it, it's just like, hey, come on and play a game with us. Can't refuse, because I know I enjoy it too much. As frustrating as it can be, it can be ten times more fun when it's good. Mm-hmm. So, irresistible, especially with the upcoming content, Dominion, which is a whole new map, whole new style of gameplay, and it's just going to be a whole new experience altogether that I just cannot wait for. On the topic of the MOBA genre... Massively, isn't it? Multiplayer online battle arena. That, that is, is the genre. I mean, you have your FPS, you have your RPGs, but now we're seeing this brand new scheme, overarching theme of a multiplayer online battle arena. What is that to you? To me, it's an entirely new experience that is just, well, I grew up with it when it, when Dota came out. I fell into Dota, so it didn't seem like too much. The best way I could describe it was pe- to people was um, a single character controlled RTS. So it was almost an RTS RPG. Uh-huh. That's how it started out. I, it, it was really hard to de- describe until just recently when I found out they actually gave it a name, MOBA. Yeah, which actually makes it nice because a lot of people don't know what Dota was even. So mm-hmm. Dota was a huge underground cult game, but on mm-hmm. the outside it wasn't that big, but now it's growing in such a mass quantities, thank you League of Legends Riot Games, is making it gigantic. They pretty much solidify the genre as what it is. Just to inform the listeners, me and Jacob have been on and off battling between the two MOBA games that are probably, both of them are League of Legends is number one in that genre, hands down. It is... Whenever you go to like any game website, I was on Penny Arcade today. There's an ad right there. It was yeah, you know it's big. Not to mention the countless uh, actual cartoon updates they've been doing on their site for League of Legends because they're into it themselves now. And just so, just so anybody knows, irresistible. I mean, 
it's becoming such a big thing that now one of the main companies in the video game history, Valve, is now making their own MOBA. Dota 2. Dota 2. Um, anyways, I guess kind of we'll come off the rails and we'll come on to the we'll come on to the back to this discussion later. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think we should inform the listeners why we're doing this and our reasoning for it. This podcast, the whole podcast. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons why we're trying to make a site, we have deep respect for this form of entertainment, the stories. I like, my personal, I like the economy and what that has effect on different companies' choices to how it affects their products. Video games, for me, is my childhood. It's something that I want to celebrate with you, Jacob, but with, you know, the people who want to listen to this podcast, the people who want to eventually come onto our site, which is unnamed at the moment, but... We want to do something. We we're like we're multi interested in the things, the thing, video games that we love and we respect it so much that we're gonna sit down and talk about it. Bit of a tangent on that, actually. Uh, when you're talking about how we're here, because we represent essentially the gaming industry and how it is as an art form, essentially. Yes. Brings up something that I read a while ago. Uh, how Roger Ebert completely disagreed with that, and he said that it wasn't. And we're essentially here to prove that wrong. Because I completely disagree that something like this can be and is an art form. I mean, there are many games out there that prove it wrong. Like, there was one, during that time, they actually mentioned in the article I was reading, a certain game called Braid, which is almost like an entire water painting world controlled by time, and it was a really well played out game. What you're looking at is an animated, hand-drawn world. And it was fantastic. I mean, the dude is missing his mouth, his jaw. Yeah. So, might be a little cranky nowadays. I mean, Roger Ebert is an old crone. I mean, highly <laughs> respectable, but it's just something yeah, he couldn't he... himself get into. Because mm-hmm. he's it's beyond his time, exactly. respectively. But it's just, he, he's disagreed with other things before, but then he's also taken that back. Yes. I grew up playing games with my... You know, N64 got a Christmas Day. One of the best... I I still, you know, like, from that day you try to recreate the joy of tearing open that paper, seeing that N, that Nintendo. And it was a really fun thing for me and my sister to bond, the bonding experience Absolutely. growing up. I mean, although she was always the one that could beat the levels in Mario 64, because I was so young at the time. I mean... She's like, I gotta beat this, leave the room, come back in. I can't do it in front of you. <laughs> and the mysticism through the stories and the visuals, like, that's really happening? Like, what? But, yeah. I'm, it's, I, I think you're right. It's something that Roger Ebert, it's, it's out of his time, and it's not something that he's grown up on. Exactly. Like he, we did. He grew up on movies when they were more fresh out in the market, that was the big thing to do. Makes total sense. And for us, I mean, like you said, you grew up with the Nintendo 64 as being your century, your trademark into video games. Yes. Mine was before that. I was near the end of the race of Nintendo, the regular NES, and then my big one was Super Nintendo. I remember when my father brought that home at a random time one day, and he had the Super Nintendo, Super Mario World came with it, 
and we played that all throughout the night. I don't remember ever being up so late when I was that young. And me and my father probably played it till midnight, and, you know, that's four hours past my bedtime, and we just played the night that, away. Those, I, you've seen those commercials. Those little moments with parents yeah. can make all the difference. Yeah, it's the bonding moments like it's that. It's the bonding moments like that. Um, on, to, on that <coughs> note, oh, excuse you. Um, I mean, at first, our podcast is going to be awkward. You know, whatever. We'll ease into it. It'll be fine. Um, one of my fondest memories <laughs> of, you know, I, it's my, my dad, he bought me um, Mario's, er, Mario's Pokemon Stadium. And you know that, baller. I, you know, I played that, oh God, and not to mention, you know, you could, pl- the, the Game Boy game, plug that in there, how many hours I spent in the Game Boy game. Surfing Pikachu. And moments like that, grinding away with your valued Pokemon characters. Oh, yeah. Like, and then we see them pop on screen in 3D. That's like a magical moment. Oh, yeah. Me as like a little kid. <coughs> I mean, I, I, it's awesome. Sounds corny. It sounds like no. Weird. I mean, I know exactly where you're coming from. I mean, I I worked for my Nintendo 64. I did like I mowed people's lawns. I did extra chores so I could make some money, and I got it out that way. So when I actually got that, one of the first things I did get was the Pokemon Stadium with that that cartridge that goes into the back of the controller. Exactly. Exactly. And that thing was a magical wand for me because I played Pokemon when it came out. I brought that to my elementary school. When I was there, it was just like, oh, what you playing? Oh, it's a Game Boy Color. I'm playing Pokemon. It was the greatest experience ever. And next day, three more people had it. The next day, eight more people had it. And it just grew and grew and grew. See, I was the opposite. I was the guy sitting in the pool lobby all by himself with a Nintendo DS playing Pokemon, whatever. Pearl? I forgot what it was called. Pearl and Diamond were the first with the DS, I believe. And I, you know... Which I don't Pearl. I... It's something that you love even when you're grown up. Oh, I mean, definitely. Something that's celebrated. And it's it really is. It's really really something special to me. And coming off from that, I think we should kinda get some smooth talk out of some of our topics Baby. here today. Okay. Obviously, um I'm playing uh uh DSX Human Revolution. You saw me play a little bit of that. Yeah. That's fun. That was. It's it's different from I've never played the first <laughs> one. But Yeah, are right, you doing good? No, I'm doing fine. I got a little little frog in my throat somewhere. <laughs> but it's you fish him out. <clears throat> you know, it's a, I would call it a first person RPG. You don't go to this game you know, it's set in the future. Anybody, anybody who's probably listening to this already knows about Deus Ex, so I'm not going to go into the whole universe or anything. First-person RPG. Um, there's fetch quests. You have a whole host of, like, a, oh, you know, your weapons, obviously. You can upgrade them. You can upgrade. It's all based off of the upgrade system of uh, your biomechanical augmentations that you have on your body. So things like keeping your gun steady, that upgrade your arms, your jumping height with your legs, your retin, your retinal scanner for seeing through walls and stuff, going invisible. My main complaint, I was playing this game and Elijah was watching me, like, how I play it is that the AI is so stupid that... Like Letitia? Like Letitia, the homeless black woman in the game. Um, you can... 
you can kind of take advantage of the AI's idiotic movements and whatnot. Like, I was playing the game the other night. I basically put a bunch of, they call them Praxis points. It's like when you get, like, a 2,000 experience, you earn a Praxis point, and then you go to, like, a limb clinic, and you upgrade it, or you can do it from the menu. Um, but, like, I spent this whole level, and it was an underground parking structure, diving and ducking through cars. Um, all the enemies knew I was there, so I was just diving and ducking through enemy, like, through the vehicles, turning invisible, running up to each enemy behind them, and just zapping them with a taser. And so, I went through that whole level, um, with a taser, and when it got too much, I just ran, ran to the exit. Yeah. Like, a game like that, like, it has so much, like, it's, the, the world is beautiful. You go into this game, you go for the stories, you go for the cool bionic arms and the gun, the weaponry is awesome. Um, I wouldn't go in it for if you're looking for a shooter. Okay. It's not it's not a shooter. It's more of the dialoguing, the story, and just that cyberpunk, gold on dark look that it has that sets it apart from other games. And a raspy voice that sounds like Batman. Yeah. Um, Alex Jensen, the main character, is a little bit, uh, you know, he looks, sounds like fucking Batman. Where were they taking the drugs? <laughs> He sounds a lot like that. I mean, oh, I'm Batman. It's it's trying to recreate that mysterious man voice. I just I never really understood. You know, it. one thing in that game that keeps it going, you never you always feel like a badass in that game. The cloaked figure that's in the dark that's sneaking through all the sewers and you just smack people up. It's fucking awesome. Gives you that Bruce Willis wake up in the morning and save the world feel. Yeah, really Blade Runner. Blade Runner there you reminds go. me of that. Um, yeah. Uh, you played a little bit of Shadows of the Dam. Why don't you tell me that? Oh, man. Shadows of the Dam was great. Essentially what it is, it's just... <coughs> excuse me. A little game created by EA and... Pseudo-51. Pseudo-51. And what was the man's name? Shenji... Giacami? Um, One of the lead guys on... Um, Resident Evil 4. One of our, I think, one of our, we share that, our love for that game. Is one Resident Evil 4 was a phenomenal game. I cannot wait for the best game on the GameCube. Absolutely. So, being created from, influenced by the creator of uh, Resident Evil 4, it does have a lot of Resident Evil feel to it. Uh, controls are similar to it. Actually, a lot of the sounds are similar to it. And, uh, the the whole weapon switching switch system and everything. The weight of the character. Yes, it's... It, even the goofy like aiming system, it's not a bad system, but as Stu described while I was playing it, floaty. It takes a little bit to get into, but it's still really nice once you actually get down to it. Um, the whole game essentially has a dark feel to it, but it has a really light side to it as well. Like your the main character, Gar- Carlos Fucking Hotspur, as his name is in the game. One of the best video game character names Absolutely. of all time. And, and his, his, his skull his demon sidekick, Johnson. Johnson. English butler. His, it seems like his, his butler companion. Absolutely. English butler. With a wonderful English accent that always helps you around. He's got that quirky little upside attitude that's always a little lighthearted, so it's got a lot of, lot of jokes, a mm-hmm. lot of dick jokes, a lot of sexual innuendo in that game right off the Gun bat. Gun called the boner. The mad boner. The hot boner. Yeah, they upgrades it every time you beat a boss to get a black diamond you upgrade your own weapons in the beginning you 
essentially you get off to your apartment where your girlfriend is being been hung by demons, and uh, you're, to fool you. you're you're quickly attacked by a bunch of demons. When um, the king of the demons came out, Fleming, and he steals your girlfriend. He's got like away. five sets of eyes. He's going got on, he's got like head. three heads stacked on top of each other. It's really weird looking, and his his voice doesn't seem to really work with him, but it works okay. But everything that came out of his mouth was an innuendo towards sex. Like he said, his bullets did not have enough penetration. Maybe he could use some more thrust. Which was true at the moment. I mean, oh, absolutely. Obviously, obviously respect. I mean, it is a Japanese title branching out to the Western audiences. And unlike the game Catherine, I purchased in um strategy game. I'm, I'm going to call it a strategy, like a puzzle game slash dating simulator because it's interesting, though. It works. Um, there's a lot of uh, choices you can make. Okay. And they go through, like, uh, she, you're, it's, there's two different Catherines. There's Catherine with a K and Catherine oh, that's with a right. C. You told me this. I forgot which one was the good one. Uh, C sounds more rounded, sounds more homely. Yeah, I think the that's... K, well, not homely. I use that word so poorly. More traditional. Exactly. K is your wild side, short hair with the red streak. Mm-hmm. I mean... Type girl that always uh, goes partying with those knee-high boots. In between um, the puzzle elements, which is you climbing up... This the block puzzles are really nice. It'd be cool if it was on like a the Vita or something. You could take that with you because I really like the puzzles. Puzzles are kind of simple in idea, okay. But I the thing that that made me keep playing was the story between um, Catherine and Vincent, the estranged. Um, he's supposed to be like thirty four, but he looks like in twenties. Um, yeah, it's really weird. It's definitely a Japanese game. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Um, ending not so much. Ending was a little weak. Um, but yeah, that was good. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd recommend people buy that. I think that's a rental or a gameplay, or which I do have to get subscribe to Gamefly. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, back on the game bandwagon here. Um. What do we got here? I've recently downloaded my uh, 3DS Ambassador titles. Which um, one did you get? So, uh, what did I get? Metroid, um, Donkey Kong Jr., um, Yoshi. Yoshi. Um, I don't know if you remember that one. Um, I didn't. Yoshi. Just called Yoshi. Not familiar with that one. Uh, I think there was a Super Mario on there, too. Um, there's ten in all. I don't remember all of them, but... Um, is Yoshi a freeze good to me? Nintendo game, or I think so. Because I thought he was introduced in Super Mario World. I've never heard an actual title named Yoshi. I know Yoshi's Story, Yoshi's Island, never Yoshi. Mm-hmm. I know these uh, the games. The first ten came out. Um, I think it was last Thursday. Last Thursday, and you could the way they do it, they bury it in your 3DS. It's actually ridiculous. You're supposed to go on your recent <clears throat> downloads or download history, and they just add it to your download history. Really? Yeah. Like, how is the average person that doesn't know what they're doing with that gonna figure that out? Um. Uh. I think it's cool that they're trying to. The basic idea of this ambassador program is, since the 3DS price dropped, um, what is it? What is it? One eighty now? I believe it is one eighty now. Yeah. Um. 
they're trying to reimburse the people that bought it for the full 250 with 20 downloadable games from their virtual console store. Game, there's 10 Game Boy Advance games, I believe, or 10 just Game Boy games, and then 10, I believe it's going to be a virtual console NES games. So, free's good to me, you know? I'm Indeed. all down for free, believe me. Um, Similar to the PS3 Welcome Back program, that was pretty good, too. That, that was cool, too, except I missed it, but whatever. Um, yeah, I... One thing that, you know, is in the rumor mill right now is that the 3DS is going through another um, refresh to get these people who aren't into 3D to get them on the bandwagon for that. So I would expect a rebranding or a reimagining of, you know, how they're going to present this um, hardware to the public, general public. And perhaps they're saying a form factor change, two slider pads, two joystick type slidey thingies for the DS. Um, for them to make that decision right now, I think that if you put out your dedicated hardware, that's what you should have it. You know, that's what it should be. It's a, it's a console and a controller in one. It's a portable device. You don't see, you know, Xbox or PlayStation 3 changing their, you know, necessarily changing their original form factor of how the controller layout is supposed to be, I mean, it's not like you can just redo the form factor like PlayStation 3 to PlayStation Slim. What do you think about that? If you bought a 3DS, how it was when it came out, it's, um, it's, how would changing that affect you? It's my... Th- it's the bipartisan um, relationship with Nintendo. I see it as two different brothers. It's the handheld side and the console side. The console side's been going pretty good for its entire run. You don't see so many refresh. You don't see barely any refresh consoles at all. I mean, the GameCube was the GameCube. They only introduced new colors. The Wii has had nothing new released. They've been talking about an HD Wii for the longest time, but that didn't even come the out. The European Wii is going to come out, though. That eliminates um, the GameCube playback ability, which I don't know why you ever buy that. That's just like a horrible... That's Ouch. only Europe, though. So that's like a slap in the face, yeah, but... that would hurt me. That's like half of that thing towards me. I don't... I You've seen my... You've, you've, you can see my Wii games from here. There's five of them. I and, have plenty more than that. I mean, Wii, I try to give... I gave it my all. I try to give it as much as I can, because... I mean, growing up, Nintendo was the way to go. It, I was a Nintendo fanboy. I was hardcore Nintendo. I wanted the end... The N64 before anything else. I didn't have a PS2 until I owned a GameCube. Um, actually, I didn't have a PS2 until I owned an Xbox 360. Yeah. I believe I got it even after the Wii, too. Um, but, like I'm saying, the console systems themselves, they were pretty straightforward. You had the NES, you had the SNES, the 64, the GameCube, the Wii. You didn't have any refurbished ones at all. Now you look at the the handheld side, you've got Game Boy, you've got Game Boy Pocket, you've got Game Boy Color, you've got Game Boy, I said Pocket, uh, Micro. Once Boy anything Micro. becomes commoditized, you have this free range to essentially change it up, you know, mm-hmm. how you want to do it, and I just think, if when that comes out, or if they change it, and make it like look better this early in the game, I am going to be fucked pissed because like a form factor change especially in the control layout like that's that's fucking ridiculous yeah that's ridiculous especially that would adding another slide pad would change that would there's just a, there's a 
D-pad and a slider. There's not. See, there's I'm not, thinking there's one axis out of two that they're adding another axis to it. That's stupid. I don't know if that's going to be like I. I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't heard too much about it. I tried looking into it, but I didn't get too much. That slider. Are they replacing the D-pad, or are they just? I think they just. The way I see it, um, you know how they have the. There's probably. I don't know. It's a rumor. Look at the this picture of the layout. You have on your left hand, you have the top slider and the mm-hmm. D-pad. On the other hand, you have, you know, Y, X, A, B. Like, it's only a rumor right now, but how are they going to necessarily... I mean, there's a rumor that they're going to come out with a peripheral slider that you snap onto it. I, I you know, I don't know where these rumors are coming from, but I'm it's hearing Nintendo, them. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not be surprised. I mean, they do come out with stuff all the time, but especially now, let's, the handhelds, I don't under, ever understand them. I mean, like I was saying with the Game Boys, they had five or six different generations of the same generation handheld console that had all the playback. Then you go to the Game Boy Advance, you can play some playback, and then you go to the DS where you can't play any of the Game Boy, but you can play Game Boy Advance. DS had three, four, four iterations, five iterations. You had the DS, you had the DS Lite, you had the DSi. DS Fat, DS Big. DS XL, yeah, I mean, I had the original DS, I got it before, I, I pre-ordered it before I even hit the market, I got it, and, I, and then I got the DS Lite as soon as that came out. Super sexy. It was great, I mean, what they that's, should I do I think is, that's their best hand, I they gotta scale it back, and they have to sit there and think about it. The DS was a phenomenal idea, but they pushed that so much that it came out with that giant brick. Mm-hmm. Six months later, they come out with the DS Lite, which is... The staple DS. I mean, uh-huh. no one barely remembers the original DS because it was so poor. I've owned two of those. DS Lite or DS? DS Lite. DS Lite is awesome. I as well. I had a white one, and I still own my uh, Triforce Edition Gold that I got from my I've birthday. had a DS, the original DS, so I've had three. I've had the original DS as well. I actually owned the, the white and the gold one at the same time. Um, gave the white one away to my little brother. Well, that's obviously nice. I didn't nice. really need two of them. And well, technically, I mean, the white one's boring, but... I needed somebody to play with Pokemon, so I had to do something. Oh, well, you know, I can't blame you for that shit. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, then they went to uh, the DSi, which removed the Game Boy Advance playback, which was a deal-breaker for me. Even though it did have online or Wi-Fi compatibility and you can download games, it was a deal-breaker. I've got a lot of Game Boy Advance games, and I wanted to still play those. I still do play those. So when it's just like, you can't play these anymore, I was like, I'm jumping off. Yeah. Still tempted to get the DSX, DSi XL. However, I played with one of those. My cousin came from Louisiana. She had one of the Mario Special Edition. That feels... It, I, I can't explain it. It's twice as big, but it feels right. It does. It's because nowadays with handheld games, it's like people aren't really taking them out. They're just sitting there at their couch. You don't throw home. that in your pocket. They're too big for you. Exactly. Look at the Vita. It's like a tablet almost. Exactly. Um... It's nice to have that XL edition. I really like that. So if like the 3DS came out with one, I'd be I'd consider buying that. Devin actually owned one um, for Baker. Yeah, yeah. Where we work, she has a DSi XL, and that's how I was introduced to that thing. It would be really nice. At first, I thought it was a dumb idea. It's just like, why would you want to make a handheld bigger? But I understand where it's coming from, and I completely agree with it. Yeah. Um. So we have. Some. We forgot to talk about Bastion. Super Bastion. Giant Games, Bastion. You love Bastion that. You play awesome. that for 
God, you play that for an hour, I think. 45 minutes. I actually think I'm going to go purchase that game. Um, I mean, I just got my glasses, so I'm a little dry in my account, but as soon as I get a chance, definitely pick that one up. I think it's only $9.99 off his name. $14. $14.99? That's still a great price. Great soundtrack. Like a top-down top um, third-person shooter? What would you really call it? Third-person shooter? Um, It's a lot like Diablo. Yeah, and, that, and yeah. feel how it feels, how it plays. Yeah, you have this world that's been deconstructed by, um, what is it called? What did I call it? Uh, you had some sort of entity wipe out the whole entire bastion of the world. They call it it's the bastion. Um, you have this new element in the in any video game I've ever seen is the narrator, which is um, narration that reacts to what your character does and what you do in the game. That's something we've never seen before, really. I've never seen it. It's really nice how whatever you do, he's got something to say, like almost like he's telling a story as it's going along. Uh-huh. Well, whatever action you're doing, if you run into a bird and it's just like, it's no time to play for birds today. Yeah. It's got a wonderful western voice to it, and it, it's it's fantastic. Gravelly voice. If that game didn't have the narrator over, what would you think of it? I probably would... I really, I mean, it's still playable. Obviously, yeah. it's it's fun to play, but I don't it think it's like, as much magic as it does with that voice. It seems like you have this. You have a pie, right? Cherry yeah. pie. It seems like it wouldn't have the crust would be gone. Absolutely, you know I mean? it's just it's just it's still inside. delicious, but it doesn't have that texture. It just it lacks that texture. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the thing that sets it apart. Something missing. So that's cool. Um, on that, do you um, do you want to take a break? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, and on that note, audience, uh, we will be right back. I came here to fuck bitches. And we're back. Um, okay. Working down the list. What else we got here? Head crab on the head. I've got my jank ass. M4 in hand. Google Docs list on here. I love M4s. Uh, Counter-Strike Go. Are you ready to get back into Counter-Strike? Definitely. Like, if this comes out, like, from what I hear from PAX, it is Counter-Strike. It's just retooled to get all the old Counter-Strike players back with a whole new ranking system. It better have hitboxes sh- shrink, or shrunk down to the correct size. Because when Source came out... What's a hitbox? Hit the headshot hitboxes okay. were incredibly large. You could just fire randomly in the air and you could get a headshot because it was in so... In the air? What? Well, I'm just saying, I mean, in Counter-Strike you had to actually aim at someone's head in order to blow it off. In Source, it's way far too easy to get a headshot. I mean, I play a lot of gun game in Source... And I'll be literally going around a corner, firing randomly, headshot, headshot, headshot. Like what was happening to us when we were playing the other day? Yes. <laughs> it's it's far too easy to get headshots in, in Counter-Strike Source. The thing is... That's why a lot of people did not appeal to Source, because it was just... It just didn't have that same feel to it. People didn't really care for it, because it, it just wasn't the same thing. Well, that's what Counter-Strike is. is unforgettable, unforgivable multiplayer game. What are you doing? Where are you going? Keep talking. All right. It's one of those games where um, you're not as good as the other guy. You lose. 
Well, yeah, Counter Strike and Counter Strike Source still have that same feel to it, but it was just like it was just too easy. I mean, in Counter Strike, if you got a headshot, no scope, with a fifty cal sniper rifle, it was impressive. Yeah, of course. But in Source, everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. It's not a skill shot, anymore. and that's why it's, it's just most, a shot. That's why the hardcore dire fans are playing that old one. I still play the original yeah. too. I um, one thing that I'm really excited is the is you have ranked matches for the people that are totally, you know, that they want to have their comp. It's competitive. It's a competitive game. Hair triggers. Um, cross platform play. They won't tell you if it's a PlayStation. Nice. If it's an Xbox or if they're on the computer, it's all ranked on skill. If a guy with a controller can blow you away, if you're on PC, he'll blow you away. So, yeah. No bragging rights on that portion. No. People always arguing which one's better, the controller or the keyboard. Personally, keyboard and mouse. Um, the other thing I wanted to note was you are matched with players of your own skill all the time. So, All the time on, in Go? Uh, yeah, if it's on ranked match. Okay. So that, and you have custom matchmaking, obviously. Ranked, ranked is, a, is a Valve dedicated service only. But I think that's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a good time on that, playing there. Um, we'll probably do better with all the noobs on there than we did with all the <laughs> serious... God, it's a fucking massacre. Oh, yeah, I know. Good that's old. why I like TF2, because it, it, it's it's chaotic. It's full of anarchy. I mean, TF2, that's a fun gib game. I mean, you go in there and blow away your friends, it's a good time. I mean, no one takes it that seriously. And if you do, get the hell out of there. No, because it's it's aimed at being more silly than not. It, it's brutal, but it's so chaotic, they actually relish that. That's why they make them so cartoony looking, but still, like, they're ready to, sh- like, fuck shit up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of the... This... The promotion when I bought... I pre-ordered DSX, I had... I got, like, it was like eight TF2 um, items, and they're just throwing all the TF2 item stuff into pre-order promotions, and it actually... I bought DSX a day early because I wanted those weapons because they were all... Deus Ex weapons in TF2. And now the TF2 is free. It's just nothing but a plus for people. It's just yeah. like, get these items in your game. And it's I'll just like, all right, representing. I will buy T- I will buy uh, Deus Ex a day early so I can get those Absolutely. free weapons. Because they look badass. And, yeah, I mean, the heavy running around with the cybernetic arm. I mean, people are going to want to <laughs> trade for that. I mean, people... Oh, yeah. You can screw over people majorly with that kind of items. I mean, if they didn't pre-order it, they're boned. See, that was a good thing about TF2 with all those new items. There's still a form of balance in that game, except for that damn Islander for the... Ugh. Oh, you mean the... Uh, what do they call it? That? The Charge and Targe Demo Man. No, they call the Demo Man something. Malo. Demo Knight. That's yeah, Demo Knight, that's it. That's that's cheap, dude. All those melee weapons that are as long as your body, so you can swing from 20 feet away and knock someone's head off. Yeah, that's... Or no, they just came out with Alibaba's booties. Do you yeah, know that? Yeah. Makes it easier to turn. Screw that. That needs to be nerfed. It's Demo Man. That's Jacob. Almost nobody's playing actual Demo Man anymore. It's always Demo Knight. Yeah. Uh, but I just hit him from far away with my nice little sniper action. Bam! Bizarre I like, bargain. I like the idea of um, the medieval melee map. What is it called? I know which one you're talking about. I just can't think of the actual title. Yeah, yeah that's where it's melee only. Yeah. And then um, you have the melee medic that shines in the middle of the match, but 
Of course, the demo night always wins. Minecraft. Minecraft. Talk about 1.8. Um, I'm going to listen to you talk about 1.8 because I think you know more about it than I do. Well, 1.8, I just recently watched a video posted by Notch describing um, the upcoming events of what's going on. Apparently, he's splitting 1.8 into two different updates, one coming in the next couple of weeks and the other one further in the future to make it a little bit more successful. 1.8, some of the biggest things that he's going to implement are um, randomly generated towns, with, I believe he's going to have the NPCs in the towns as well. I'm not sure if he's implementing those just yet. But that's one thing that we're going to be looking forward to, along with dungeons and new materials to create I mean, such once things. this game becomes a game, like, you're not going to have to... You don't have to... What's trying to say? We don't have to do so much to create our own world. Absolutely. When he's putting it in there. So that's going to be fun. We're going to probably going to get Mew and Shuck. We're probably going to go out and venture into the unknown Minecraft lands. Um... I mean, once we get uh, tracks down or teleporters, we'll be out there. But like, what is, the core of the town is? You raid them or what? I mean, you can explore past them, you can check them out, or you can you can take them for your own. But it's it's just like the rest of the world. It's going to be randomly generated places that you can just see and mine through. Like, imp- things like implemented rivers, too. Like yeah, he's going to have cool. fully formed rivers that go for miles on end. He increased the biomes by a large quantity, so... Like, they're the more defined, I think, too. So I when heard. you're walking through, you don't see, like, a small patch of desert, and then five minutes later, you have a deep forest. When you run into that desert, as he showed in his video that he was describing, mm-hmm. that desert went on for miles. You couldn't see anything but desert when you went in there, so it looked phenomenal. Sand castles. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... um Another thing with, like, larger bios, larger distances like that, he added the dash feature. So far, it's only a limited time before you get tired it out. But he was talking about he might change it so the more you run, the hungrier you get, because he's also adding the food system in. Mm-hmm. When he was playing, he had the hearts on the left side, like usual, and then on the right side, he had little turkey bo- or chicken bones yeah. with the bones, and, and over time, it got they went down. I can't if, wait for there to be chicken meat. Oh, yeah, as soon as you kill the chickens, you get the chicken meat. That's My awesome. kernel skin will uh, actually mean something this time. I will love to have an in-game Minecraft KFC. That's going to be my next thing. And that was uh, Chuck's idea. And when this update comes out, uh, I was talking with Chuck. Um, window panes. Instead of whole window blocks, I'm going to make a whole grocery store. Like, I've got an entire design down for a deli. Mm-hmm. Like a little deli oh counter. I have stuff inside <laughs> of it with a window pane in front so you can actually see the items inside the window. Mm-hmm. And then have someone step on a half block behind it. So they can dish stuff out. It looks really cool. cool. Really great idea. I can't wait to use it. Also, it takes time to eat something now. Yeah. You just can't pop it. And As with it. shooting arrows, you have to draw those back now. Critical hits. Yeah. yeah critical hits are going to be in the game. If you're jumping and you hit something on the way down, it's a critical hit. If you're dashing, knocks them back. Regular punches can cause critical hits. Um, Mojang has uh, two new games coming out. Scrolls and Cobalt. Yeah, I heard about Scrolls. I think about Cobalt. Cobalt looks pretty fun. A side-scroller. Really, I haven't. I I just heard the I heard the name. Did you hear the the name, Cobalt? It was at uh, PAX. Did not hear about this. No, seems pretty cool. Um, Nah, it's just too awesome. Yeah. Freaking Bethesda! Did you hear what he did with that? What's that? Scrolls, his new game. Yeah, I heard Bethesda was not getting wasn't too happy with the name Scrolls. What he did is he he did this. You know, they're suing him. He put out this public thing on his uh, his Tumblr. Yeah. Um, he wrote to 
the people at Bethesda. Oh, like, we challenged him to that that match. Yeah, Quake. Yeah, challenged him to a Quake match. I don't know how that. I don't know what ended up. Uh, what the result was, if they even took it seriously, but. Uh, no holds bar. That's Quick class- match. That's a classic notch move right there. I mean, he they take a serious note to it, and he has a little lighthearted match to it. It's just like, oh, you're not happy with it? Let's do it in the game arena. I think that if Bethesda does it, I think that would be that would be super cool. Yeah. Because you know? it would actually look really good for them. It would look good for them. It's something that, because it, it pleases the Minecraft um, community. Mm-hmm. Who are who's interested in scrolls, and you know if, if if Mojang wins or loses, then that's on them. So, oh, I'm yeah. sure he'll do the noble thing and actually change the name. I mean, it was his challenge; he offered it up. Yeah, of course. Which is good that he even it, you know he's not fighting for it. He's just it's fine. Yeah. No questions asked. You win. You change it. I win. You uh, fuck off. <clears throat> um. But yeah, other things in 1.8. Um, one thing that I'm curious to see when it implements for s- multiplayer, especially the single player seemed pretty straightforward, but multiplayer seemed I'm kind of interested. Is he's adding a creative mode to certain two worlds, so you have the option of either going in survival or creative. In survival, it's going to be your normal game where you have to eat the food, you have to go uh, heal yourself up, wear the armor, all that stuff. But there's also the creative mode where you don't have an inventory. This is the where, inventory, like, when you open it up, it's a giant scroll-down list of every single item in the game. You can just place it to reckless abandon. This is Legos for adults. It's literally Legos. You don't have to sit there and mine for something. One click, it's yours. One click, it's yours. I want to make a whole yours. village in a giant tree. That's what we're going to do. There you go. I want to do that. I want to make a sky world by ourselves. I want to have a sheep wool. I want to make a big... I want to make the heavens. Especially when they double up on the sky. Oh, yeah. Distance. I can't wait for that. That's going to be really cool, too. I mean, he knows that people are building these huge, tall buildings, and he wanted to double up on it, which is all the the more right reasons in the world to do so. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. We're going to have a lot of kick-ass times on a server with Chuck and your bro and Baker. It's going to be really cool. Shout out to all our Minecraft peeps. Absolutely. Shout out. I I love Baker. Baker oh. went to high school with you, didn't he? Yes, he did. That's Baker, really sweet. Baker's awesome. He's Hilarious. one of the most creative people I know. I mean, when it comes oh, to Minecraft, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, but he, he beats you. It's just like, oh, it's Minecraft. I think I'm going to go build over there. Builds an immaculate giant tree house on the side of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, his his old underground tower thing is coming out pretty cool, too. I can't wait. Did you see his village? His underground village, yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. He's got a he's got a restaurant in there. He's got a club. He's got an inn. He's got a store. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and I thought mine was fun. Gold. Jesus. Christ. Oh, yours is yours is really cool. But in comparison to his, I'd call it quaint. Yes. Jesus. Did you like my hidden library though? Oh yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that's that was really nice. Three story library for the win. See the underground things. I can't do so much. I'm more of a surface guy. Those I was almost and then I got bored and I'm like, you know what? Where where else am I gonna go? So, I've, tried. I've attempted things underground before, but it's just like, I prefer having a spectacle in the sky, which is like, I can see that from my house over there. Yeah. I guess I'm just more visual. Yeah, which is great, because a giant bottle of Jack Daniels, I mean, that's cool. I like that. I love it. Um, I make things such as bridges and bell towers. I am, I don't know. I think I have a distinct look. I use a lot of fencing. Yes, you do. I, I use, really like that look. You like that? Yes. 
I have had all these ideas ever since you know you couldn't because you couldn't stack fencing at one point. You had to be creative and go around that and yeah. kind of glitch the game. But now that I had, I just all my ideas, which is even going to be cooler when you know the adventure when the update comes out. We're going to go adventuring. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. See if we can do the creative mode with a multiplayer where someone can go survival, someone can go creative. I think I'm actually going to build a railway system to start a new town area where there's an entirely new generated area with the new biomes, the generated towns, and stuff like that. Yeah. And get a port, a little rail port going from one spot, one spot to the other. Yeah. Or a teleport system. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, or maybe a sky rail. Oh, that'd be that'd be really cool. Just have some glass sides going all the way down. Some Ooh. glass panes going all the way down. That look real sharp. Atlantic. We need still. That's one of the things we have on the list is the welcome center. Yeah, we still have to get that. Well, now that I have the set spawn thing, I can actually do that. We can, yeah, we can make this welcome center. Yeah, and I just did it so um, people who spawn before they get the, the password yeah. implementation, they have they can walk around now. It used to be before they were stuck in the air, they couldn't do anything, and then they got kicked for floating. So now they can actually move around, check out the place, and see if they like it and whatnot. But Still going to keep the password, especially after the events of what happened today. Yeah, why don't you uh, share with our uh, lovely viewership about um, our lovely forum goers. Oh, man. Well, apparently there's a certain griefer team called Team Abolition that uh, somehow tumbled upon my server, or our server, rather. We, I don't know how... Like, how does that even happen? Well, I believe that Notch actually has a list of the people of the... Um, the IP addresses okay. on his site that you can come across, but one of the members of Team Abolition came across it. Storm Surge, Storm underscore Surge, and with that he posted on his forum the IP address to have people come there and you know grief. How many people do you think that tried to log into our uh, server today? Today, a good forty plus people. Yeah, I, I mean didn't they even were tell all shuck that. I just told them it, you know, that something like that happened. A lot of people. Did it crash our server? It didn't crash the server. I mean, someone did come on and just send... Just Spammed it? Spam until it pretty much bogged it down and had to reset itself, but it didn't essentially crash. Yeah. But I think he logged out from lag because it did bog down the server that much. But that part's not happening too much. I've only seen two people spam like that, but I've seen many people come on the server, complain that there's a password, try to get on there, but I know what their intentions are because it's coming straight out of Team Abolition, which promotes griefing on YouTube Minecraft servers. So. YouTube channels. Yeah, I was watching their Minecraft I was watching their Minecraft videos on YouTube from Team Abolition. Where they're just going from server to server, destroying people's creations. And frankly I completely disagree with that, so I'm glad I have that implemented password or Bad form, dude. Bad form. I can give it out to people I know and yeah. have it keep it on a private state. Which is, you know, I gotta thank you. This server's awesome. I it's know. awesome. And I know, Chuck, you were thinking about, thinking we're thinking about going three, three in, three people in on some server space. space. There we go. Which I think we should, we should do. That way I can keep it up 24-7 and I don't have to worry about my computer overheating what's not. Yeah. Well, not overheating, but it's on all the time. And it drives up the electric bill quite a bit. And the summer months, when it's really humid, it really takes a toll on computers, especially one so robust as that. I love my computer. It's such a beast. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else we got to talk about? Shit. Got um, that list. List? Has a gun stringer. Newer, 
Okay, I want to know who the hell plays Connect still? Because my oh, that's right, that came out. My Connect is um, it's at it's at Anna's house, my friend Anna's house. She really likes Dance Central. She uh, you know, so Larry. Basically, it's a long-term loan because first off with a Connect. This isn't a my no. This is it's not a Microsoft demo room where it has like twelve feet or whatever. Like Absolutely. that right there, like a coffee table's width or like a coffee table and a half width away from a TV isn't gonna do it. The, I mean, making Netflix pause and play with your voice is cool and everything. Um, but like space out twenty ten space Odyssey in my in my basement only is cool for like a couple days like yeah well the connector never really appealed to me because it's like it's great technology it's fantastic I've actually read on plenty of things where they made the connector with great uses even surgical uses I think the best thing about that game is it's modding community mm-hmm. and it's development kit because you look at things like you're right the technology for the price that it's at these this thing has sense I mean you can buy like a, a, I was reading about this, you can buy like a couple thousand dollars worth of sensors. This thing has it for like 150 Absolutely, it's great. But, um, yeah, it, I think it's just too early for games, or we just don't have the right idea of what we should do for these re- remoteless games. Like, the Wii was a step into a completely dark room, and somehow they pulled it off. Not so often. Most of the successful games that come out for the Nintendo Wii are Nintendo games themselves. It's not too much third-party games, a lot of them are lacking certain areas. They it's only really entertaining for so much. They only capture so much potential. I mean, a lot of the games even use the controller as as much controller as possible instead of swinging it around. There are games that do try to take its potential, but there's just it's just a few coins in the bucket. Yeah. Um, yeah, on that note, Gunstringer's coming out. Like, I don't... It's a game where... Gunstringer. Uh, you paint targets. Kind of like Child of Eden. Okay. You uh, hold your hand up, I think, uh, straight. You um, put your cursor over targets. It highlights the targets. You pull it back, shoots, and that's all the game is, really. I think there's a run and jump, or a jump aspect with one of your, with your left hand, but your right one's all painting targets. And uh, Child of Eden, the people who uh, did Res, mm-hmm. that's being packaged with Connects now. Oh, nice. Which, you know, Child of Eden is, you know... It's one of the only, besides Dance Central, and coming up Dance Central 2, the best connecting. I've never played it, it's just the reviews. That's how the reviews stand. As far as that, um, yeah, I mean. Connect, I can almost view as a failure. Not Virtual Boy failure, but. Yeah, I mean. Because it did sell. It sold. It oh, sold. absolutely. They. they advertise the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to how many games they have for it, how much interest it really holds, mm-hmm. doesn't really compare to how much they actually push the actual set, the Connect system itself. Just, there's not that plethora of games that they're like, oh, we're going to have. I knew, I saw this coming before it even came out. It's just like, you guys are going to run out just like the Wii did. You run out of ideas. Because you have not thought of something new. It's just, it's it needed more incubation. Exactly. 
man. On that note, for let's let's talk about um, possible tattoo ideas for you, <laughs> <laughs> or just Skyward Sword. It's coming out uh, well, November twentieth. Hand in hand. The I'll be too knee deep in, in Skyrim when Skyward, Skyward Sword comes out. I don't, know if I'm gonna do, I don't know if I'm going to do Skyrim or not. I'm still trying to Shut your mouth. Oblivion. You're going to be... I'm still trying to do Oblivion. Fun as it is, I get lost too easy in that game. So it's just like, yes and no. Yes and no, I do. It. I am interested in it. Sometimes it's getting too corny. Sometimes it's too cheesy. But my initial... It's Oblivion. Game, as soon as I got outside from the jail at the beginning, I just felt lost. Didn't know where to go. Didn't know what to do. Tried it again more recently. It's because you suck. Got it. No. I tried it again more recently. Got a lot more into it. Got a lot further into it. But, not, no, I didn't get the feel of the, comp, the entire battle system. So when I first got to the, the first Oblivion area, I was getting my ass handed to me left and right. I finally crawled through it and got done. And then played a little bit more. But then on my computer it had got wiped, so I lost that save file. So I just haven't installed it since then. Um, I might try Skyrim, but <clears throat> we'll see. Especially when Skyward Sword comes out, because, you know, being the giant Zelda nerd that I am, I cannot refuse a Zelda game. I only have one complaint about one Zelda game that ever came out, so. We can uh, save the Skyrim on my side chat for another time, because that would be a, practically almost a podcast in itself. I'll check it out myself so I can But uh, definitely. Top one of my top three favorite Xbox 360 games. That um, hasn't even been released yet. No, like Oblivion is. But that's my number one hype wagon game is um, Skyrim. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Should I go a uh, special edition for that? Of course. Comes with the dragon statue. You want a special edition? For I could put it next to my Big Daddy statue or my. I do like your Big Daddy statue a lot. Or my uh, and your Star Wars prototype two statue. There you go. Or my statue. I don't know. Your statue of statue statue. Or my statue of myself. I want a statue of myself. You know, if I own a statue of myself, you know what I would actually no. This is what I'm gonna do when I die. Um. Actually, if you die, one of my one of my pals, brothers. He's an artist, and he's like, when I die. I want my hands casted in bronze and made as doorknobs because whenever my family needs to open a door, they'll be shaking my hand. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So. Interesting. But. I don't know how we got on that from tattoos. Tangents are good. But as you brought up the tattoo, um. Wait till we do after show wrap ups. Why are you staring at me like that? I have the sudden urge to punch you. I the 9th of September will be the 25th anniversary of the greatest <laughs> greatest video game series of all time. No complaints, no arguments, nothing there. It's just the best. End of story. Fuck <laughs> off, Final Fantasy nerds. Nintendo nerd! Oh, the Legend of Zelda will become 25 years old. I was thinking maybe it would be a good time to actually get a uh, certain tattoo to... Uh, Represent. So many people do that, though. I understand that, but so still, it's just... It's something of who I am. I grew up with it. It was one of the first games I actually sat there and played. I remember how many times I died when I first beat the, first, the um, A Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo. 
Me? The one that struck me the most. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Um, well, I can't really argue with the fact that my favorite one is A Link to the Past because I grew up with it so much. I know it like the back of my hand. Great story. Great gameplay, everything. But after that, Wind Waker definitely is a number two. A lot of people say their favorite one, or they say that the, the best one was Ocarina of Time, but I disagree with that. It was seamless, it was well made, it was fantastic, but I don't think it could compare to the the storyline, the plot, and just the overall feel of Wind Waker. Okay. Wind Waker did have its flaws. The boating? I do agree. Not the boating. I, I felt fine with the boating, and they gave you a warping system to get around, but yeah. it did get, take its toll a little bit, but... It's been a long time for the game, so people who haven't played it, screw off. There are spoilers. Um, it's been this long. You should have played it by now. If not, hey, just you know, you never know. It. They could redo it for the 3DS. I yeah, that is that a is, possibility. Yeah. But you know what? It's been out this long. It's like ruining a movie from the 1920s. Just do it, whatever. Regardless, after a certain point of the game, you have to go and find shards of the Triforce spread throughout the entire sea, and it was just a rushed. It was a rushed mess. By they the have dungeons, openings of dungeons that they have eliminated from that game. Yes, just they sitting there. That's also I listened to it on the Bombcast. They could make those dungeons in the game, put them back in there. That's something they should do because have you have you seen those openings or like what look like openings for dungeons? I've, I don't think so. They're there. That's what I heard of. I'll have to look. I'll have to go back and look at this. I mean, I don't know where my GameCube memory cards are. My brother lost them. Jackass. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, besides that huge segment of trying to find all the shards for the Triforce, you have to find the charts, then you have to get them deciphered, and then you have to go and find them. Yeah. It, it was a long, boring, stale segment of the end game that was just thrown right in the middle that just did not feel natural to it. Everything else in that game was beautifully done. <sighs> did you like the art style? Oh, I love the much? art style. A lot of people said, and that was another turnoff for a lot of people, they said it would look too cartoony. That was more or less the attempt Nintendo wanted. It looked really nice. It, it worked well. You have to get past the artwork. People expect Zelda to be more and more real. I understand where they're coming from, but Wind Waker still really pulled it off real well. So Nintendo tried to go both ways. They saved that art style for their handhelds, which actually worked a lot more seamlessly. And then they went in the other direction when Twilight Princess came out to be as real as possible. But Nintendo didn't really want it to be as real as possible. They want to have that more fantasy cartoon type. And deal. now they're meeting in the middle. And they are meeting in the middle to a perfect medium, which is Skyward Sword, where it's going to have that almost a watercolor look to it. Warm, it's warm realistic, too. but it's got that cartoony feel at the same time. Exactly. And it looks really nice, and I'm super excited to play it because it's going to be the entire history of the Master Sword and how it came to be. So it's going to be a prequel to the Ocarina of Time. What which is was the Skyward the Sword, you know? The Skyward Sword is the Master Sword before okay. the Master Sword became what it is. All right, I get it. Okay, so it's all one. Okay, as I think it's going to tie in, honestly, sorry. I, no think I think it's going to tie in to um, the Four Sword. Because the Four Sword playing those games also ties in the Master Sword, where it's like a Master Sword before the Master Sword became. Um, the Minish Cap had featured the Four Sword before it actually became the Four Sword, which then became the Master Sword, I believe. 
and then there was the Four Sword and Four Sword Adventure game. Oh, have, you ever, have you ever played either of those? Four, four Sword, yeah, I've played Four Sword. How about Four Swords Adventures for the GameCube? Yeah. That was a very good game. I really enjoyed that <laughs> just because it, it went back to that Link to the Past feel. Yeah. It had a lot of that re- put back into it. I just didn't like the leveling system so much. Everything else, I I was I giggle pooped with fun. Giggle poop. I like that word. That uh, game was awesome. I think I'm going to home and try to play that again. <laughs> that game was so much fun. All right, well, we're getting on the hour mark right now. Um... I think this this podcast. I think we're very serious in this podcast. It's not like us. I don't think it's like us. Headcrab head. Put that head. Yeah, throw that head. Fucking head. Right on. No. But, I mean, at first we got a. It's serious business. I think should be the title of this one. Serious business. All right. I'm just gonna put a mental picture in your mind. Uh, Jacob is putting on an Iron Man, Iron Man mask, I got it at Goodwill for one ninety nine and a Half-Life 2 headcrab hat at the same time. Nerd double negative. Which is actually now going to be the uh, the picture of our podcast. Yeah. It's going to be Iron Man with a headcrab. And his, head, his head's too big for the headcrab hat. Um, what are you talking about? It's a metal helmet. Of course it's too big. Uh, let, me get, let me get this. Strike me a... Oh, shit, he's getting out the gun. Oh, God, I can see the whites of your eyes, too. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, well, for now, we're going to have to say goodbye. Serious business. Um, but I just... Uh, stay tuned for, stay tuned for uh, after show wrap-up talk. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Later. All right, and we're back for after show wrap ups. Um, and the severed head was found in the elevator shaft. Yes, Good news for egg lovers. <laughs> so I think this first podcast. Don't fake I, laugh at me. I think it. Don't fake laugh at me. All right. Whatever. No. Don't ever. <laughs> well, the first podcast. It was very serious. Normally not that serious, but we'll take it. Th- this will be a good one. Um, what do you think? I think we should take this home to the children. One cup of apple juice, one cup of tequila. Fingers plug the nose until the cup is done. First person to puke loses. That sounds exactly correct. That's what I was thinking. Disgusting. Uh, (laughs) So, um, a topic that I wanted to talk to you about is how often should we do this? For now, I'll probably do a bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, so once every other week. And then once we pick it up, probably go up to a weekly. Okay, that sounds good. Um... Probably try to avoid the uh, the weekend days since I do have military once a month. Okay. Um, Fortunately slash unfortunately. So is that is that the week after next week? That that would be next week. This next weekend coming. Okay, so I then the week so. week week after that we can do one. Okay. Um so maybe Thursdays or something. That probably would be alright. Um we'll change our podcasting setup to probably maybe to the back room with a laptop so we have a table. Okay. That'd probably be cool. I've never even seen that room back there. Oh, boy. 
vibrations happening on the table. Oh. Oh. Oh, vibrations. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Who was it? Amber. She Amber, told me to interrupting the podcast. And I told her she's she can fuck her own mother. Wow. True love. That's prime right there. True love. Jacob and Amber. Love forever. Uh, and ever, and ever, and ever alone. I think, you think we should have a, add a third wheel? Yeah. We'll figure something out. Eventually we should actually. Yeah, that'd be good. Definitely yeah. get some new voices on there. I mean, I know mine is silky and smooth like pudding, but, you know, <clears throat> I don't have the most things to say all the time, and I don't have a full sentence base put together for when I say something. I mean, it is so, 1 a.m. on a Friday, so we are tired. We're both bogged down with a little bit of the, uh, the allergies. Oh, God damn. It's fall. Do you usually get allergies in the fall? I usually get them in the spring. Yeah, you're right. It's oh. weird. Yeah. That's Wisconsin for you, though. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, so after every podcast, we're going to do um, after show wrap-ups. Not as necessarily talk about video games, talk about life. Embrace life. That sounded like shit, but you know what I mean, right? Embrace the life that is given to you. Me and you uh, took a soulful walk down the river. Indeed. Saw some uh, condom wrappers. Some really good graffiti down there, though. Some silhouette graffiti. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. We gotta uh, go down there again and cross that bridge, see what's going going yeah. over there. The uh, the locked metal gate of the no-passing Oh, yeah. Loud. Fortress. River fortress? We're gonna do that. River fortress? And then we're gonna build it in Minecraft. Make a fucking so people fort? So people can't pass it in Minecraft. Ooh. Yeah. Make a house for homeless people by the river? Speaking of which, I was discussing with Charlie, probably about a week ago, a cool idea that I'm gonna implement. It was the, you know, that Jack Daniels I was making? Yeah. It's gonna kind of build into this idea where I'm gonna make this huge fenced-off area. And the requirement of passing this area is going to be a sign that says you must be this drunk to enter. It's going to be a drunk Minecraft area. Oh, okay. You have to be inebriated <laughs> to a certain degree to go into this area and build whatever your heart desires. That's a good idea. So we get to see crazy shenanigans. That's a good idea. Penises in the sky, giant bananas. <sighs> Shack foo. <laughs> Yeah. More on the site idea. We need to figure out um, the name. We need to figure out when we're going to... Oh, Keep telling you, Emperor Point featuring the other guy. We'll figure it out. Emperor Point featuring the other guy. Point Place? Uh-huh. Point Spout? I don't know. Point Soup? That's Point Soup. Point's period of fun. That sounds too feminine. Too monthly. <laughs> Podcasting serious business bi-weekly late into the night Jacob Sharding and Stu Jeans Would that be considered bi-monthly? Twice a month Bi-weekly I said, right? I know, but uh, bi-weekly, bi-weekly that's twice a week because bi-annually is twice a year I don't know when you let this one go we It's too smart We gotta look this up Well, I'm think I'm gonna have you do be the back end of the editing Pick a song for this bitch. Oh yeah, by the way, we're supposed to give a shout out to Noxus. Noxus. 
N-A-O-X-A-S. That's Chris Saxon for all you uh, children out there. Nah, smooth Saxon smooth dubstep player representing. <laughs> um, you got some good stuff on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com. Just search in SoundCloud. I, I, what I did is I just did SoundCloud and Noxus. Noxus? Noxus. Noxus. God, I wish I knew his name. He Noxus. switched it. He used to be a... Uh, That's what I had when you were looking it up. Noxus? Yeah. yeah. Noxus. He changed it. Which I like the new Ooh. name change. It's very good. So thanks to uh, Christopher Saxon for this dubstep magic. Thank you, Christopher. You are king amongst men. You'd probably say you're welcome to that. Um, Yeah. We're at the six-minute point here. King amongst men. It's been six minutes for this wrap-up. Yeah. Man. Wow. Try to go 15. We have to do 15? We don't have to do 15. We're going to do 15. Okay, we're gonna, fine. We're, we're going to push gonna it to the edge. Challenge ourselves. We're push it to the edge. It's a challenge Push now. it to the limit. Push it to the limit. We missed uh, Sloppy Joe Night at Katie's house tonight. Oh, that's right. Totally. It's probably over... Uh, time on that. They were going to watch Billy Madison. Good movie, good movie. Good movie. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's comedy didn't age well. No, he kind of matured out of it, but... Him and his big-ass egghead. I think my favorite... I really like The Click. I Actually, that's one I've never seen. What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie that you've seen? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore? Besides that one. Besides that one, I'm going to go with Madison, obviously. But Besides that one. Those, the two realm. of them don't count. The two uh, little I'm ones. stuck between Big Daddy. Oh, that's a good one, too. And Little Nicky. I like Little Nicky a I lot. haven't seen Little Nicky in years. That's a great movie. That is really funny. Um, bedtime stories. No, it's bad shit. Uh, Once upon a time, in the land of suburbia, there lived a nice young man named Mark Strongenson. Mark Strongenson had the ability to turn everything he touched to the color of red. This red, I don't go on. Wow, Jesus. Did you just, like, put that off the top of your head? Yeah. Wow. That was beautiful. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. Poetry. So, I told you about my uh, external hard drive... Thing. You mean your internal hard drive that you just... Now it's an internal... I just, yeah. I'm sorry. Basically, what I did... Sorry for your guess. Basically, what I did is I... Uh, see, what happened was... You see... Uh, you, you see... External hard drive failed. Took the outer casing off. Took out the hard drive of the external. Put it in my computer. Sat port. Sat power. Sata. 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 Santa. Sata. Okay. Yeah, and it worked, so it's a good video on that hard drive. Some good data. It's a video of me hitting Elijah in the nuts. Nice. Pretty, pretty awesome. That is, you can't get rid of that. That's indispensable right there. Indispensable. One to go into the, the With a paddle ball. Ouch. Right in the balls. Ouch. Right in the jewels. How are you still friends? He let me do it. That's how we're still he friends. He let you do it? Pokemon. I'm looking at this. Jacob's a fan of the new Pokemon. No, I'm not. Be careful with that binder, by the way. It'll come apart on you. It's fragile. Wow. Podcast fail. Jesus Christ. I do apologize about that, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, we had technical difficulties. 
with our number one enemy, gravity. <laughs> Nerd rage. Gravity. What's your favorite Pokemon? Um, that's a good question. I don't know who my favorite Pokemon is. Gengar. Okay. And yours. Mine? Squirtle. No, nah, I'm not going to pick any of the original three. Doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, they they kind of push those to be the uh, the most favoritized ones. Diglett, Pikachu, of course. There you go. Definitely. For me, it's it's definitely the ghost ghost setup. Yeah. Love me some Gengar. He's the one I am proud to have every single game. With Sleep and Dream Eater, he's unstoppable. Oh, you know what we should talk about? Our uh, Star Wars protest. Oh, yeah. Star Wars Blu-ray, the new uh, re-released Blu-ray set of the original three Star Wars is coming out in September, and uh, stage a little protest. Um, Mr. Lucas decided to change out some key. Uh, George, uh, I would like to put that uh, bring attention to Obi-Wan Kenobi's yelled at the sand people, made him sound like a screaming girl. Terrible. God, I'm so tired. Uh. He made the Ewoks blink with CGI. Don't make Ewoks blink. Ewoks have that stare. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this take stare. this conversation back to the beginning. He is tampering with childhood memories. He's literally graffitiing all over he's tampering. It is um what did you say? Forty years of American love thrown into three beautiful theatrical films. He has Sebulba. In Jabba's palace, walking around the background. That wasn't in the original one. And the best way to describe it is he's skull-fucking them. He's polluting the movies. With his penis of ideas. It's terrible. No. Like you said to me Take your earlier in the day. penis and get out of it because you did it 40 years ago. Stop changing your goddamn mind. Just pretend that the original uh, the prequels didn't exist. I'm not going to pretend that they exist. That's an entirely different trilogy altogether. I'm talking about the trilogy. That's why I said 40 years ago, not 10. Yeah. I like to, um... Like, I'm gonna bring it back to the original, um, our childhood. Like, you said to me, um, in our walk today, you were like, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Really started off that way? Shut up. Uh, once you put something out there that fans enjoy, an oh, idea... Right. You said divulge into that because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna what I was speaking to him about was the way of creativity. You 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 create something. You become the father of it. So when you give it out to the community, it becomes something of its own. It becomes its own entity. I thought you that, no that hit me. That was that that hit me something wrong. You're smart, no longer sorry. the largest. You you do have influence to the entity, yes, but you are not the entity. You cannot drive it any way you want. It becomes its own thing because everybody else creates this whole universe outside of it with their own ideas. It, it's not really, say, fan workshop, but it's the way people people take it in differently than you do because being the creator versus being the um, the consumer, is it's a largely different process. And it'll never be the same exact shade of color that you're trying to create. It, it's going to change. But trying to drive it back to yours is not going to work real well. It's it's just not going to be... 
taken in lightly. People are going to disagree with you. People are going to want it differently. It doesn't. It's not your entity anymore. I'll make this analogy. You have an idea. Sparks in your mind. George Lucas. You, you create something you pass, you're passionate for. Your baby. Mm-hmm. You take your baby, release it into the world like you would your own child. Exactly. It, takes it, it evolves on to what the consumer likes. Nature versus nurture. Yeah. You have all these fans that are, love this movie, that have grown up with this movie, and then it's like you release this baby into the world, and people love this baby, your family loves this baby. Like, do you want your memories of this baby to be altered? I, it's kind of hard to put in words, but you know what? I, you have this, your, your. It's like kind of like your childhood. I'm gonna. It's that deep. Like, you don't want to alter your childhood, like your your fondest childhood memories. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah, it's something hard to picture in my head. Like, and probably in their listeners' heads, but it's. Just because you, as a creator, disagree with one thing should, does not mean you should change it because everybody else prefers it the original way. Even if there are flaws, in its own way it becomes flawless. All he had to do was put the original, untampered movies on the Blu-ray. But he couldn't do it. No. And the Amazon backlash of reviews that have come out, have ha- it has, two, like what is it, two stars? Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half stars now? Two and a half stars. It's not even out yet. Star Wars. It's Star Wars with two and a half stars. I can understand episodes one, two, and three, but four, five, and six? No, 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 no. No. Don't <sighs> mess with Star Wars. There's no Ewok song. There's no Yub Num at the end of that. That's like the best part. You're making me cry, George. George, if you're listening, which, which you're not, but don't change our childhood memories. George Lucas, South Park. George Lucas can suck my balls. Watch it. Watch the episode of Indiana Jones. Watch how you you just sodomize Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones is metaphorical for not just Indiana Jones, but everything you've made and wanted to change into your own. It is no longer yours. Two words. You may own it, but it is not yours. It is the world's. Two words. Shia LaBeouf. No 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 we should get that compilation up on here no 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 everything Shia LaBeouf has ever done even Stevens was the best thing Shia LaBeouf ever put on there exactly but then you know Steven Spielberg got a hold of him and then it was just a bunch of no's no 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 it doesn't matter how fast you can say no it's no it doesn't make you a good actor Shia LaBeouf. I'm sorry. Makes you a douchebag. I don't care if you're the next Indiana Jones. You're not the next Indiana Jones because you say no too much. Indiana Jones doesn't say no. He says, I'll take it. I'll do it. I've got it. Don't worry, guys. I've got this. An ally has been slain. Inside joke. Don't worry about it. Nerd has spoken. As he takes a gulp from his extra large light blue Gatorade. Hey, it's Thirst Quencher and it's Frost Glacier. Frost Glacier Freeze. I don't like my drink to be... um, Frozen? No. Frosty? Uh, Glaciery? Why do you have three cold worlds with no flavor to it? What? I've got three words that describe cold but no flavor. Would you be able to describe the flavor of Gatorade? Frost Glacier Freeze. 
Would you be able to describe the taste of Gatorade? No, I've never tasted gla- frost glacier free, so. And I've never licked a glacier. Licked frost, which tastes nothing like this. It's got mostly salt in it, salt water. That's what fish use to breathe. Salt water. Salt water fish. Shut up. I work the meat department. You know, I don't. I don't know anything about fish. Tilapia. Eight four six one nine. Salmon. Eight four five nine eight. There you go. Sockeye salmon. Eight six zero zero zero. Eight four six three four. No, it's not. They changed it. But the fresh salmon, the fresh sockeye. Eight four six three four. The frozen is eighty four six hundred. Okay, that's what I was talking about. I'm talking about fresh. Screw that's why I keep screwing that up. Crap. Huh? Screw Bacon. The crap. Eight four one. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't remember the one eight seven, one eight nine. Yeah. I don't remember. Seven was right. One eight seven. Eight four one seven. Nine. One seven eight. Eight four one seven three. Oh, <laughs> seven series. Okay. See, I couldn't remember the, uh, the pork series numbers. You good at steaks? Huh? You good at steaks? Yeah. I never was good at steaks. Flavored chicken. Fuck that. I don't know anything. I got those. Ones. I don't have those. Eight four. Italian. Italian. Eight, four 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 six. Parmesan. Eight four four. Wait. No, no, no! Italian, Italian is eight four 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 four. Yeah. Yeah. Parmesan is eight four 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 five. Nice. Cajun is zero. And the one. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, teriyaki is nine. Um, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you that you don't know. Probably that you don't know. Garlic pinwheels. Yeah. See, no, I don't even know that. There's no way. Eight four zero four nine. Shut up. Fuck you for that. Really? I believe so. I'm going to check that out. 84050, I think, is the creative beef. It's good. Very good. Or three. Three, four, nine. I'm trying to figure out one that we don't know. Both don't know. Snow crab. I knew that one, too. Damn it. I think this is like a... 84672. I don't believe you. But I think only the pick and save people know this tangent. 84672. For anybody who doesn't know, this is the code that you type in from whenever a customer has an order. Eight four six seven two. All right, whatever. We'll Frozen snow crab. I will take this recording and I will look at each. Good. You All do right. that. All right. Go right now. Break in and pick and save and go check. Fuck this. Take the microphone. Let's do this. Keep the podcast rolling at all times. <laughs> we'll tell Bob. He'll understand. He'll let us in. Uh, no, he would not uh, let us in. He smells good. He smells too strong. You're right. Like, you can literally, <laughs> literally follow a trail of his Reeky What is cologne. that? It's not a Reeky cologne. It smells it, pretty good. It is good, but it's way That's Old Spice, right? You think that's liquid Old Spice? I don't know, but it's strong. It's too strong. Do you notice a sweat spot always makes the shape of an upside-down heart? Yep. yep. <laughs> Notice this. Just a little fist pump there from PNS. Fist pump. Don't yeah. worry about this. We're just talking. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry about this. Don't 
Don't you worry about this. I got it. Random tangent. What do you think about 343 Productions working on a Halo remake of Halo 4? I like it. I'm all Where for is, it. Where is 343 from? 343 Industries is named after 343 Guilty Spark from the game itself. So essentially what it is is just the a crew of people who made the, the Halo games has just taken off and became their own industry driven by Microsoft. So Bungie can actually do other games other than Halo, but you still have 343 doing Halo. So Halo's still getting made. It's just Bungie's now allowed to be free to do something else. So should I treat Halo 4 as a true Halo 4 sequel? Yes. It's, good. it's just like Dota and Riot Games. I mean, the people who made Dota made Riot Games, which made League of Legends. Yeah, I can tie anything into League of Legends. You talk about Sunshine, I can talk about Lux. Throw a word out. Horse. No, that's bad. Wait. Um, Shammy. That can soak something up. A tank. Alistar. Cho'Goth. Soak up damage. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal? Tall guy. Brand, he's huge. Not necessarily tall, but... Racism. Racism? Uh, hang yeah. on, hang on. Yeah. Name anything I could name. There's a lot of feuding little things on there, so you could probably take any Ionian like that. You could have just said the online community. True. Yeah, I knew that one before you did. Suck it. Hat. Hat? Gangplank? Okay, how about this? Outside the room. <laughs> I, say a word, I say a word, you think of the first thing that pops your head, and vice versa. We just go back and forth. Okay. Basketball. Chicago Bull. No, Space Jam. No, damn, it's you, supposed to be the first thing. First thing that came to your head. Okay. Not Chicago Bull, Space Jam. Chicago right. Bulls. Um, leather. Harley <laughs> Davidson. Nice. Um, police. Brutality. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably accurate. Pretty accurate. Uh, that's me now, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Terrible. Terrible singer. Terrible guitar. First thing that comes to... Just terrible? Terrible. Wow, that's I harsh. was not a fan of the Cobain. Just get out of my basement. Fine. Fuck you. Oh, I spit something at me. Water. Morphling. I was not looking at the poster. You gotta admit, I was looking at you. It's in your perifs. Okay, you got me. Uh, soup bone. Dog. Fan. Fiction. Nice. Nice. League. <laughs> <laughs> The FX TV show The League. <laughs> Justice. Oh, man. Legends of WoW. Almost a half an hour. At the half an hour point. For a 15 minute wrap up? Nice. Yeah. We're, we should uh, wrap this up or what? We are wrapping it up. <laughs> we can't wrap up a wrap up. Alright, we're going to do a wrap up of the wrap up show. We'll be back in a five minutes. We're going to take, take a wrap up break so we can wrap things up when we wrap up on our way back. Alright, let's wrap things up. Now we're back. All right, um, yeah, we'll probably have another podcast up by not this week, but the following week. Um, so, well, yeah, hope you enjoyed. Um, 
Have yourself a good life. If we don't see you by then, but Live we live long and prosper. Um, right, Jacob. All right, say goodbye, Jacob. What are you doing? Goodbye. All right. That was a small taste of my future wife.